0: It's Friday, April 24th. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. Today, President Trump signed the bill to re-up the Paycheck Protection Program. There might be another snag, banks. We'll dive into why it may still be hard for small businesses to get the loans they need. Then a new study out of New York suggests the outbreak may have been more widespread than initially thought. We'll tell you why that might actually be good news when it comes to the fight against the virus. We're here to make your evening smarter. Let's skim this. This episode is brought to you by Klarna, a better way to shop. Okay. The COVID-19 pandemic is a rapidly changing story with lots of moving parts. And we're gonna help you sort out what exactly you need to know starting with the three big developments of the day. Around lunchtime today, President Trump signed the latest economic relief bill, which includes topping up the Paycheck Protection Program, a fund that's meant to help small businesses with over $300 billion in emergency loans. That's important because as we pointed out yesterday, this program is supposed to help small businesses pay their employees and stay afloat for now. About half of American workers work for small businesses. But that fund has been getting some negative PR recently, since a loophole in the initial big stimulus bill let big chains like Shake Shack and Sweetgreen get in on these loans too. As we saw, you know, the 1.6 million businesses that ultimately received some money look different than the typical small business. That's Zoe Cullen, an economist at Harvard Business School. She's been researching how COVID-19 is affecting small businesses and she says there's anecdotal evidence that pre-existing relationships with banks might've determined who got a loan. When banks were trying to figure out who they could safely lend to quickly, they were perhaps rationally leaning towards customers that had large balances with them and who they had a long relationship with. That selection process, Cullen says, could end up leading to loans for bigger businesses than the government had intended. Big banks have been taking heat over this, This week, a group of small businesses sued major banks for favoring companies seeking bigger loans. And even though the Paycheck Protection Program is now getting refreshed, there may be more issues down the line. Banks are already saying this won't be enough money and that that extra $300 billion is pretty much spoken for by businesses whose applications are still waiting in the queue, meaning that any businesses looking to put in a new application may have already missed out. So keep an eye out in the days to come as to whether this Refresh Paycheck Protection Program is enough to help small businesses in your community right now. Our second headline today involves antibody testing. Way more people may have been exposed to COVID-19 than we initially thought. That's the takeaway from a new study by the state of New York. It found that nearly 14% of those tested had antibodies to the virus, meaning at one point they were infected by COVID-19. So why is this a big deal? For one, it mean the virus traveled to a lot more people than we realized. Scary. But according to Governor Andrew Cuomo yesterday, there's some good news here too. Uh, it changes the theories of what the death rate is if you get infected. What he's saying is, if more people had COVID-19 than we realized, That means way more people also survived the infection than we realized, which means the death rate in New York, which has been hard hit, would be lower than we thought. Data like the infection rate and how many people have died from it are important because policymakers are relying on it to make decisions about when to let us return to normal life. So the more data, the better. But some people are cautioning that we should take this with a grain of salt, because there's still a lot we don't know about antibody tests, like how accurate they even are. You might have seen headlines this week from experts saying, antibody tests flooding the market right now could produce false positive and false negative results. According to the New York Times, the state health commissioner said that the state made its own test with federal approval and that it's reliable enough to determine immunity. But as we said in our show last week, Experts say that we still don't know whether just having antibodies means you're immune. Another thing is that this study tested 3,000 people, all of whom were out shopping at grocery stores or shopping centers at the time they took the test. That means that people who haven't left home and are maybe less likely to have been infected weren't included. Plus, this is still preliminary data. But New York isn't alone in trying to track down these numbers. Studies all over the country right now, from Michigan to Indiana, are trying to find out how many people may have antibodies to the virus. Earlier this month, there were two studies out of California universities that reached similar findings to New York's. Although some researchers say there could be issues with how they recruited people and the accuracy of the tests they used. So there's a lot of uncertainty about how many people have actually been exposed to the virus. But bottom line is that researchers are trying to get to the bottom of it. And when they do, there's a good chance that those numbers will help guide policy decisions that'll determine things like when you can finally go into the office again. Which brings us to our third big story of the day. See any good plays recently? Our guess is no, you haven't. Because most of the country is being told to stay home right now. And that's effectively shut down a lot of the places where we would normally go to engage with art including concert halls and museums. And the result of that, according to a new survey, is that nearly two thirds of artists in the U.S. say they're unemployed because of COVID-19. Today, a nonprofit group called Americans for the Arts released a study based on feedback from over 10,000 artists. Almost all of them say they've lost income because of the COVID-19 crisis. Nearly 30% say they had no savings before COVID-19 hit and now over half of artists say they have no savings. There was already a concern that artists and creative workers weren't getting the help they'd need. Congress set aside about a quarter of a billion dollars for major arts organizations in its massive stimulus bill last month, as well as expanded unemployment insurance for self-employed and part-time workers. But arts advocates say they were hoping for much more of a boost. This matters because art, believe it or not, is a crucial part of our economy. According to the National Endowment for the Arts, every year, the arts contribute $760 billion through things like jewelry production and graphic design. The arts contributes more to the economy than sectors like agriculture and transportation. So the health of the arts is closely tied to the health of our economy. And today's survey is tied to a new group intended to help artists during COVID-19. It's called Artists Relief. For more information, we've linked to that website and a few other lists of resources in our show notes. COVID-19 has created a financial mess, and that's hard for a lot of reasons. This morning, we hosted a live online presentation that may help you through this time. It's called How to Save Money During COVID-19. We talk about how to cut back expenses, negotiate with businesses you pay every month, and lower your debt payments. To check it out, head over to theskim.com slash save money. And to keep up to date on the latest COVID-19 news, check out the skim.com slash COVID updates. If you're like us, you've probably been trying to stick to a budget, but there are definitely items you still need, especially during a time like this, which can make it tricky. That's where Klarna comes in. They make things smoother, they're a shopping app that lets you shop from your favorite online stores and gives you exclusive deals. Plus, they'll even send you notifications when the price drops for items on your wish list, so you can have a smooth shopping experience. Head to Klarna.com to discover a better way to shop. That's K-L-A-R-N-A dot Now, we're partnering with Klarna to press pause on the latest developing stories and share something that will make you smile all across the country, governors have been telling us to stay inside for the common good. But now we're hearing reports of people venturing outside also for the common good. The fear for many just going into the grocery store, it's very real right now. Three service agencies in Muskegon County are now matching volunteer grocery shoppers with vulnerable people sheltering at home. They say all you have to do is call a phone line that they have set up for orders and they'll do the rest of the work. Older adults are believed to be at a higher risk of developing serious complications from COVID-19. To help them out, volunteers across the country have been running errands for them for free. A lot of the people behind these organizations are college or pre-med students, and they're backed up by an army of volunteers online. The internet is full of people trying to do their part, from Facebook groups to grassroots organizing on the app next door. There aren't many good reasons to get outside right now, but it sounds like these kids just found one. If you're interested in getting involved, we've left some ideas of where to start in our show notes. No matter your situation, sometimes you just need to press pause. And every week we send out an email with some of our favorite things to help you take a break. To sign up, head on over to theskim.com slash press pause. Hi, I just wanted to shout out my mom who herself is at high risk for contracting COVID, yet she is at the hospital every day working and helping and making the patient feel at ease. Love you, mom, and stay safe. Bye. And that's all for Skim This. Remember, we want to hear your shout-outs. Maybe it's a message for a friend working on the front lines of the COVID-19 pandemic, or a loved one who you can't physically meet up with right now. Give us a call at 646 461 6370 and leave us a voicemail. For more updates throughout the day and over the weekend, follow us on Instagram at TheSkim.